0: Hello and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for another episode of Clickbait, the miniseries on Netflix. This is episode four entitled "The Mistress. This episode was written by Melissa Scrivener, Love, directed by Emma Freeman, considering there's an Emma in this episode that I pretty much despised I gave this episode a 7.3 out of 10 I just didn't like the focus on the mistress I understood why I just I didn't care for it whatsoever Um, by the end of it I I genuinely hated this woman Uh, (laughs) I don't even have that many notes because it was frustrating me I, I, I despised her performance Like when her face was crumbling up in the hospital room when Pia came in and was like, you aren't the only one. Who can? I wanted to slap her across the face. Because, okay, let's just get this out here, this PSA out here right now. If you are the mistress, you are old shit. Shit. Jack, Diddley, and Squat. If you are the mistress, you shouldn't even raise your hand to announce yourself now i'm not saying this as someone who's never been in a in a what would we call this extramarital affair so to speak i i went down that you know being transparent i went down that road one one time and uh yeah i'm sure there's a few judging me for it like oh, how could you and that's that's fair um I will say every situation is in a situation person I was with. He unfortunately was in a relationship where he could not get out of said relationship because his children were forcing him into, they were doing some, uh, what do you call that? Emotional manipulation, which I don't blame them for doing. That's what selfish, selfish inclined children want. They want their families together, but, uh, you know, his, his wife had a very serious drug problem and, uh, you know, he wanted a divorce. He wanted a divorce for me. And that's, that's the thing. That's the thing that you got to get into your mind. If you're going to be the mistress, you don't get to be the wife too. It doesn't work out like that. It just doesn't. If you set yourself up to be the mistress, you are not to be seen, heard, and you definitely do not Im- Pin yourself upon the family of the person that you are having an affair with that does not and we didn't even have an affair we had a moment in which you know and that was it but in this person's case like I, i i just could not feel any empathy for her and as someone who's been i suppose in some ways her i would not expect anyone to feel empathy for me like no you need to go in knowing what it is and stop thinking that you about to have a relationship with someone who's already in a relationship that is not gonna work out it never does acknowledge yourself as the side pussy and move on you put yourself in that position so to you for to elevate yourself as if you were somehow special it does not compute That's that's my issue. These women be going in with their eyeballs, crisscrossed, thinking for some reason this is supposed to work out for them. But no, it won't. Because you chose to put yourself in a position that is demeaning to everyone, including yourself, in a little bit of a context. Um, Do I have regret? No. Because I know deep down in my soul that a moment between two individuals that while it in itself wasn't right, doesn't feel necessarily wrong. Was wrong. (laughs) And I know that could sound like justification and maybe that, you know, if someone else felt this uh, on the other side of that coin felt that way, I can't say that they're wrong, but, um, this woman in this episode was absolutely out of her fucking... This is how you don't react. Especially, especially if someone half died. Like you are... I feel like this woman already has some mental issues. Um, some particular uh, self-esteem issues. And that's the thing. How much are you prey? And how much are you just... Um, I don't know. Allowing yourself due to your own issues with yourself. That's why you have to love yourself before anyone else can love you. Because then if you know how you should be treated, then you don't allow other people to treat you a certain way. And that's my whole problem with Emma. <laughs> we meet her, we meet her. Wrong was that she claimed that her and Nick were soulmates. And I'm like, oh, and you were so in love. And the minute I saw her facial expressions and the way she was telling Roshan, I don't know what it is, but I immediately went to... Liar, liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. I don't know, it seems like she has a screw loose. Even watching their interaction from supposedly six weeks ago, it feels off. Why would I make you coffee just to put it by the bed? And she seems like she's talking to someone who's not even there. And then he is there kissing her. It feels as if she's imagining this relationship more so than it actually happened. And I'm wondering about this, especially as they said this happened online. Now, I don't know. There's clearly more episodes, though. There could be something that's going on, but I don't think it it necessarily um lines up with her telling of events especially since he's got all these women like when the fuck did you have time this seems like more of an online relationship and the reason why i'm saying this is because i just watched this um murder special (laughs) about a girl who got in a relationship with a handsome millionaire he told himself or he told her she told him all his secrets. They were also in love, so much so that he said, to prove your love, I need you to kill someone. And she did. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> so there are people who are, and you know, unfortunately, I don't even want to say pray to this because you you know right from wrong, right? I would think your parents taught you. I don't like saying that they're victims because you... You know, in this particular situation, she wasn't. I don't care that she was younger. She was 19. Um, you know, you're told to kill someone to prove your love. What kind of, I don't, if you have to do something that's wrong to prove you love someone, that's one on one. It's one on one. This girl wanted attention. She had her own side. That's the thing. We don't never like to uh, talk about these people with their own psychological issues. Everybody got a fucking sad story in the world. It doesn't mean you all get free passes to be psychopaths or fucking make terrible decisions. <laughs> if that's the case, we'd all be in the same boat. No, oh, you. everybody's treated and raised. Different. Yeah, but come on. Come on. And, and I do judge by a case-by-case case basis, but a lot of those cases, I find it. It's the same thing. It's like, why did you allow yourself to believe the impossible, knowing it was impossible because the feeling you got was more important, speaking once again to your own personal psychological issues, than the voice that was clearly saying this was not right. And she ended up turning herself in only after she sexually assaulted two minors. Yeah. This is a real story. (laughs) I need to start watching these true crime uh, podcasts because i'm like I'm, I'm blown away i'm blown away and the whole time is this uh 22 year old not only 20 sadistic status that everyone knew that he was fucking weird but they assumed because he looked a certain way he must be have special needs instead of uh, that he didn't know any better instead of acknowledging that he's a fucking sexual predator just, like I said, people will believe what they want to believe. And in this case, this woman wanted to believe that she was in a relationship with this man that, uh, she wasn't in a relationship with because she forgot the number one rule. Men don't cheat to stay with the mistress. Facts don't care about your feelings. They don't, and it's not like this woman was unaware of the fact that he was married. She knew. So you walked in eyes open, and then she had the caudacity at the end of the episode to say, uh, I'm a victim. Bitch, you not a victim. You just fell for the sauce or whatever lies was total. I still don't, I just don't believe that they had a relationship. Following Emma with her friend Audrey was boring. I didn't care, and it felt like she was attention-seeking even before she got there. Because as I stated earlier, I think I said that 12 times already. Uh who says you're gonna say? Unless he did something that was, you know, um, privy to the case, like, oh, he did show signs of violence. That's when you want to go to police just to announce I fucked him. You don't, there's nothing you want except attention. That's it. Um, she at first saw the story on the news about Nick, then decided to go to Oakland and meet someone that didn't even tell you your true name since he was going by Danny. So he loved you so much. That he didn't even tell you what his real name was. But we were soulmates. I mean, you can't, you can't not at some point take accountability for your own, uh, for your own decision to be caught up in a fantasy. And I think she was caught up in a fantasy. I think she really did love whoever this quote unquote Danny was, or if that is in fact, um, Nick impersonating like that's what he got off on was just you know getting women to <laughs> to be really into him only to break their hearts, and then deactivate his per- profile it just feels off there is a sweet moment where the kids and Kia, and a flashback are with grandma sharing stories of Nick before things go bad if that was a flashback I can't recall if that was a flashback or if that was in the current time After stalking someone's family and accosting the wife just to confess to something that would only hurt her for whatever reasons you think that you were important, she meets Ben Park, who is intent on getting the story. I don't like him either. He just looks like a salacious gossip who wants more, who cares more about ratings than he should about the fact that there are, like if something did happen, ultimately there are two children in that home. And I think people who are like that, like I understand telling the story, but you can be, you can have integrity. Everything doesn't call for this deep need to expose someone's horridness without even actually really fact checking. Because all of this is hearsay. Even what the police are saying, like, oh, well, someone believes it enough to kidnap him and kill him. And that's your assumption that is the reason that he was murdered. But wouldn't you think if that was the case and they really wanted to say this is justified, that they would provide something like proof so that they can exonerate themselves in the public? Why is that not forthcoming? See, these are the questions I'll really be asking. (laughs) Uh, I did love when Sophie told her, and I forgot to mention in the last episode, that she could choke on her own guilt. Uh... I, I can't believe she wanted to start a group. I thought you should know. You should hear it from me instead of the police. Why would I want to fucking hear it from you? Why? why? What, <laughs> what, you think we gonna start sharing stories about how you looked? Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, these people are really sad, to be frank. And it's clear she wants to be the center of something with her friend Audrey. Being like, you said he was gonna call, go there to call the police. You ain't got no money. Uh, you're up, holed up in this hotel watching the news debate Nick's guilt at hurting women despite, once again, no proof that he ever did because people believe and I've been, I've been, uh, a victim of, the, not victim, I've been ignorant of this myself that where there's smoke there must be fire and that's actually not always the case. Um, her friend's like, you need to get the fuck home. I don't understand why you all, like, what is this? But clearly she wants attention. Roshan, I thought Roshan had to see through her pathetic attempt of introducing herself as the girlfriend instead of the side piece. You never get the, you do not get the opportunity to introduce yourself as a girlfriend. Cause you're not. <laughs> that indicates that you had something special. Which you didn't. You didn't even know him. Uh... <laughs> Because he told you he was unhappy. He just assumed that he's so unhappy he refuses to leave his wife. Oh, he told you he was going to leave her. Why didn't he just leave her? Why does he need a countdown? Why does he need to line up his ducks in a row just to leave her if he loves you so much? Oh! Also, women, don't allow yourself, though. For real, for real. <laughs> if he really wanted to be with you, he just would. She refuses to go home and instead stalks more of Nick at uh, like I said, there's too much of her looking for someone to look at her direction, being like, "Who are you? And how did you know Nick?" So she finds Nick uh, Matt at he at a school. She visits the shrine. For some reason, Matt allows her to smell his things in the locker room. I would have said, "Oh, okay, so you're the side bitch. Nice to know, yeah." But I don't know if you know this. He had a wife and children. And so at this time, can you be respectful and not run around yourself to anyone that will hear you? That you are somehow connected to this. Um, that's what I run on my note. We notes we can all agree she's full of shit. Because that's another thing. If he was really with you, how you not know what he smelled like? Wouldn't you have shirts at home? Every woman who's really in love with a dude, we usually steal one of their shirts just so we can sniff it or sleep with it. At some point in that love affair, especially if you are together for that long, that's why you don't add up. Pia, a hot mess, I thought should have been able to spot another hot mess. Uh, But she does ask Matt if he knew that Nick was cheating. He tells her about Emma and claims he didn't know. Sophie is being... This was the sad part because I hate this part where you got a casket shop. Seriously, my living will is going to say to cremate me and blast me into the soil of England. Please and thank you because, hey, I think this is bullshit. (laughs) And considering how much we're running out of space to bury people and how that pretty much destroys the land anyway. I think in another, uh, in another maybe four to five decades, we might be giving up, uh, burying people because it's not really efficient. I say the same thing when I'm watching this fan. So I'm like, yeah, fertilizer, go back to the this. <laughs> Utilize me in some capacity other than just letting my corpse rot in a box that, is for like who fucking cares that four thousand is inlaid with pearls and shit? I don't give a shit. Don't you dare spend money on that. <laughs> I'm probably gonna write that right in my living room. Don't you fucking dare spend no money on no fucking casket. Her phone blows up with hateful messages because that's what. Some people think is is okay to do in their spare time. send other people they don't know at all slut-shaming messages and hoping that they would die. What it makes me disgusted at this is because it's it's true. It happens. I believe it. About oh my god, uh, Trump is the worst, <laughs> and throwing out some pretty hateful things. No, when someone is is just in your face, being an absolute a piece of garbage, I I, I have a little bit more leniency there. You're reacting. You're angry. However, once again, I feel like anyone with a soul would be like, first and foremost, has he been charged with a crime? (laughs) Okay. Okay. That's point one. Two, he has children. Um three I don't know this person it's like someone randomly gave me a number to someone that randomly did someone did a crime to someone let me just you know let me just go ahead and send you terrible thing it, I don't know it just never crossed my mind for that that's just it here uh, Pia hears out Emma at her motel room she's like you gave her this address so clearly you want to be involved But basically, also tells her she don't get to share their grief like she's part of it or the family. It's also pretty sad that she would show up here. Uh, She's able to share some stories about when he was younger, like they bonded over. Like she gave some pretty generic information, though. And I'm glad that Pia does remain skeptical, even though she does say, you know, give me your number. I might have some more questions. And that you are you being here is making it a whole lot worse. He arrives back at Sophie's, and mom is not concerned about Sophie and her children being lashed out at or harassed. Despite Sophie trying to get her mom to stop this argument, she won't allow her to believe that Sophie should be bullied because she wasn't perfect in her marriage and that you don't reap what you sow. And to say that she's not a victim is bullshit. Considering what they suspect, I mean, she really could have threw it back at her in that moment. But I love that she had the integrity to say no. And I'm glad the scene kind of fizzled. Some, that's what happens with families, though. You get up saying that she, the mom, shouldn't be upset to hear said dudes. <laughs> I mean, of course, if she had heard it in a different circumstance, she probably would have been more Open, but right now it's all about her baby boy. Uh, she misses her son, and even though the women screaming at ch- uh, screaming at each other, like you self righteous, don't be like this. Um, she eventually just walks off and says, "I just miss my boy, and I want his pillar brought to justice." But once again, she didn't need to be checked. I mean, you shouldn't have said the police don't need to be helping her. Like, come on now, those <laughs> your grandchildren. Emma gets a call to leave from a man And then she leaves in a panic Is run off the road <sighs> I don't even care I don't even care She all in the hospital Like I'm so glad She Like she's half happy this shit happened to her <laughs> Because she called the police She couldn't just wait there for the police to show, off, show up No I gotta go get in my car right now You were supposed to have left earlier that day ma'am What happened to you packing and leaving then you got into a role. Because you got played. You been knew you was played before you even showed your ass in front of these people. Because you thought for some reason you was going to be special. Uh, then um, Pia comes to the hospital. She's all excited. Pia, thank you both. And they're both just not even... You're not a part of the family. You're not going to be giving condolences. No one's going to weep on your fucking shoulder. But that's why she went on television at the end. Because that's exactly what she wants more than anything. Instead of acknowledging that she's pathetic to allow herself to be in a relationship with someone who is in a relationship. Uh, I thought Pia telling her that there was more women was rather stupid. And she didn't need to know that. Roshan saying, you know, we're putting together more profiles. We think there's many more women. Um, even gave her names. So now it's turning into a whole scandal. But instead of her, once again, just going back into her cubbyhole and being like, yeah, I, uh, I played myself. Nope, she got to get her five minutes of fame with her white woman tears playing the victim as she tracks someone else down named Mandy who uh, tells her, yeah, I dumped his ass. I knew something wasn't right. Cause she wants to try to find someone else to be like, oh, this this happen to you too? Yeah, and I didn't get played, bitch. <laughs> so she buys the portrait that Mandy uh, drew of him um, painted of him and then she burns it in the backyard as if she has a right to feel anything and then she's convinced she's been abused and he may have abused other women and goes on television to tell the whole entire world about it Linda, Linda, listen, Be- listen, listen, you- listen listen Linda listen listen okay what? y'all see the irony right though if it's uh the black woman cheating on the white man she's a piece of shit must die but if it's the white woman who had an affair with the white man, then she's the victim. So this episode wasn't directed bad or written bad. It wasn't. Well, I think the acting with Emma was very shady on my part. But, uh, I, you know, <laughs> she could be playing exactly the role she's supposed to be playing. And I think she is. So I didn't enjoy it because it triggered me in a lot of different ways and I, I didn't I didn't enjoy watching it unfold through the eyes of Emma Beasley and uh, I kind of, I thought after we got to the wife we might have mixed things up a little bit more Pia being so involved as she, as she is uh, <sighs> but at the same time um Sophie does have to worry about two children, so, uh, and the harassment of the public more so. I guess that makes sense. But, it would be nice if, um, like that first, that conversation should have been had with Sophie first before she went back. But then another part of me I did write in my notes. I wonder if she did, Pia did that just to let her know she wasn't special. <laughs> like, oh, you thought you two were in love and he was gonna leave his wife? For you, guess what? You weren't. <laughs> and he wasn't. <laughs> you were just a blip in his scheme. And I think she really wanted her to feel that. So kind of one for Pia. So that is the conclusion of our episode. No feedback. But uh, if you want to join the conversation, how to gmail.com or you can leave a co- comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blackout magic.